Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am Jessica. I'm Alicia. And our fabulous guest today, the immensely talented singer-songwriter, one of the frontmen of the amazing Mint Records band Monomyth, Oh, Josh Salter. Hello. Hi, Josh. I'm here. You could have jumped in at any time. Yeah, I just decided to let it go, though. I just wanted to see if I could stretch it. We were just coming up for breath. We would have done that for an hour and a half. Yeah, we're not done. Meow, 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 meow. Is there a cat in this room somewhere? Yeah. Meow. It's in my heart. Oh, no. That's really... You should let it out, because unless it has food in Someone's cleaning his cat box in there. It is. Otherwise, your heart is disgusting. Oh, guys. (laughs) My heart's all sorts of fucked up. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to our podcast. Welcome. Thank you Uh, for having me. Thank you for coming to our city also. Oh, yeah. Anytime. You don't live here. Where Uh, do you live? I'm in Montreal right now. Oh, all the cool kids live in Montreal. Yeah. I've only been there for a, a month, though, so... Not that cool yet. What's your favorite part? Um, I like my apartment. How come? It's my favorite part. Uh, it's where I can go to sleep and be alone. I it's like the I bagels. That's what I get out of Montreal. Yeah, like I, I, live, I can hit the St. Viator bagel shop that's with a rock one. from my window. Really? Mm. Yeah, I you live on Park in St. Viator. Oh, that's a great neighborhood. So live in the dream. That is such a great neighborhood. Fresh bagels all the time. You should just set up like a, a little pulley system from your window to the same via turn they could just like, oh it's actually t- like a string with a little hook on it and they could hook on a bagel some mission impossible for bagels yeah or you could wheel yourself down into there and by wheel i mean pulley system not wheelchair all of these ideas are good ideas when i close my eyes i can see halos is that weird <laughs> maybe they're just bagels oh i can see your bagels bagel bagel yeah bagel mm-hmm. yeah beyonce I know. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ever heard of it? Oh, I can a, see your bagel Aaliyah. song. <laughs> yeah, you were here to play that show that we played. Yeah. And you yeah, how it. was the show, guys? Oh, it was pretty fun. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. My band was fun. <laughs> it was not my usual band. It was great. Everyone was uh, really pulled it together. Jay was your drummer. Jay was my drummer. He hit all the drums Right. Yeah, he did. It's true. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. How many, oh, man, it was all there. How many instruments do you have in your band? Four. Name them. Guitar, Two. guitar, bass, drum. Two Whoa. of them are the same type And, of and by bass, drum, I don't mean a bass, drum. I mean <laughs> both bass and drums. Yeah, that would be great if it was just a bass, drum, and two guitars. Ah, I feel like it could be better than that, but, I mean, you know, to each their own. If you're Next in the bass, drum scene, then <laughs> I am definitely not. Like those bands that have a washboard. Oh man, I love washboard bands. I mean, like they banjo, wear... washboard, person plucking a big string on a bucket. Yeah, the, what's that instrument called? Bucket string. Yeah, I think bucket string probably. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> what do they call a, the jug? A jug. Jug. Mm-hmm. And then, then but it's like electric alto. jug. on the nose. It's like you put a mic in it, and it's the electric jug. <laughs> Does that really happen? Yeah, thirteenth floor elevators. That band had an electric jug player. And it's wow. just him going into a jug going like, like he's just making no- the noises. I feel like he's not traditional. He's not trad jug. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. Who's to say? Not me, but I got to say it and it feels like I got something past everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm making all the rules now for music. Yeah. You're qualified. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you like jam? <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah, but I'm on a jam break. But I don't like jamming. So... Ugh. Um. Josh, have you had, like, shitty jobs? Oh, yeah. Definitely had a few. Yeah? Don't hold back. You want me to just just go straight into it, my bad job experiences? Yeah. That's well, what we're all about. I know. Yeah, we'd love to <laughs> okay. get well, to the meat. The, the first Taters. job I ever had was probably the worst job I ever had. How old are you? Uh, too old. Too old. I, like, I, it took me a while, you know? <laughs> to get a job? Yeah, I was lazy. Um, 
probably like first year of university, summer maybe. Okay. And uh, I started working at the Dollarama. Oh. In the, uh, in the industrial park of my hometown, somewhere in between the city and where I lived. Where'd you live? So I'm from Nova Scotia. I lived in part of Nova Scotia called Tantallon, Hubley, St. Margaret's Bay area, towards okay. Peggy's Cove for you listeners who look at postcards. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like the industrial park's just a huge barren industrial park. It's garbage, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like just box stores. A park of okay. industry. Yeah, a park of industry. It's just like <laughs> parking lots for as far as you can see. Just, just cars and boxes. Gray. And people like, you know, pushing shopping carts full of their Walmart purchases, which is fine. Hey, you know, I get it. Cheap stuff rocks. Um, <laughs> I was on a strip. Like, I went to get this job, and it was uh, next to the Value Village, so that's where I actually wanted to get a job. So yeah. I had applied there, and I interviewed, but they took their sweet time getting back to me. And in in the meantime, I got the job at the Dollar Round because they're not picky. And so, like, maybe a week <laughs> after I started working there, they were like, do you want this job? And I, I was my first job, so I was like, no. I'm going to keep working with the Dollarama because <laughs> they get, like they took a chance on like a young upstart like me. Because so, I thought that's what like jobs are about. You're supposed to have like some sort of loyalty, loyalty and like hustle, respect kind of thing going on. You thought on. it was a test. Yeah. I thought, I thought basically I should forego the job that clearly suits my tastes and stay at the dollar store. Um, so it was, yeah, it was the Dollarama, the Value Village and the Bulk Barn were all in a row. Basically, we were in the strip of where like you would go if you had no money. Right. Um, and there was also a Burger King. At know. the bulk barn, though, you could get, like, bulk candy. Oh, yeah. And a lot of spice. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of these places. I've never been to one, but I think I would really love it. Yeah, they're cool. They're pretty cool. I, I didn't go to the bulk barn very much, but... Is it because you're afraid that you're going to end up buying too much because it's by weight? No, I worked at the dollar store, so if I wanted candy... What kind of discount do you get when you work at the dollar store? You don't store? get a discount. Everyone always asks you, hey, do you get a discount? And you say no. Do they mean like so you could pass along your dollar store discount to them? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the dollar store discount you could pass along and be like, I forgot to ring in half of your items. Oh my if gosh. If there was a discount. That yeah. wasn't a discount that I provided to anyone. But that's the only discount <laughs> that you theoretically could pr- provide. <laughs> right. There was, there was no discount. On uh, my Christmas bonus, they were like, pick out 20 items. Because they're, <laughs> they're like, you get $20 in dollar store credit. Oh, wow. That's, that's very a, generous. Super generous, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I was only working 30 hours a week. It's not that crazy. That's anyway. Like 30 hours in a dollar store while in, going in to school? Summers, in the For summers. a first job, I was doing like twenty. I was doing like 23, 24 during the That's a school. lot. That's still a lot. Yeah, it was, a lot. A, it, was, it was enough. <laughs> it's enough of the worst store ever. Anyway, this place is like uh, garbage. <laughs> just an awful store. That's it's just and it's a shame. So it would be similar to the Dollaramas we yeah. have here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's probably no difference. I just remember there was like no protocol. People were always just dropping like liquid soap everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like employees or uh, customers? Everyone did it. Yeah. There did was, you do it sometimes for fun? Uh, yeah, all the time. No, no. But there's there's like a food section. I guess I was I was made me really depressed to see there were like some certain people that bought like clearly a large percentage of their groceries at sure. the dollar store. Yeah, which is again like fine. Like hey, I I bought olives there before. They have olives at the dollar they store. They're they're one fifty now. I have a dollar store but like dollar beside my house. So oh, sometimes go to it. Time heals all wounds. You know, <laughs> I can still go, I can go there still. Wow. But, yeah, it's big of like, you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the reason that this job sucked so badly is because I worked there for, I think, two years. Whoa. That'd be Jessica's one year at yeah, the dollar store. Yeah, that's I lasted until yeah, my boss... Was, I thought that was as long as anyone could last. What did your boss do? Like, Beat up a homeless man in front of me. Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> bad. I don't know. You know what? Maybe your dollar store experience was worse than mine. Well, I don't mean to lessen your horrible. No, no. There's all different sorts of horrible. Yeah. That being the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, that's the story I told in the first episode. And I was like, why did I start with such a high note? <laughs> yeah. That's like the worst, one of the worst for sure. Yeah. So mine is like, the reason that I picked that job is because it was just morbidly depressing, like all the time. I remember having like an existential crisis in that store one day. Everything looked kind of green. I looked at like the hooks one day and I was just like, my heart just skipped like five beats in a row. I had to go to the back room and like hyperventilate. I was reading um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at the time. And I think (laughs) I was like really internalizing 
That's like a perfect storm. Of yeah. Plus, you're probably like every time I go to there's a dollar store near my house, and they have pretty good things. And the smell in the dollar store, the plastic makes me feel smell, really nauseous and dizzy. Oh yeah, it's disgusting in there. It wears you down. I can't imagine being around so much plastic and oh yeah, those smells. I think it for sure kills your brain cells definitely. And also, if you've been at school all day anyway, reading like yeah classic philosophy you want to like <laughs> you don't want to kill yourself either way dollar yeah. doesn't even need to be there i mean there. that's the place that's the time like university really give that like, some good thought damn but, this plastic knife yeah yeah there's a thing about play-doh at the same time and like oh man what a one-two punch play-doh and play-doh yeah oh they have play-doh there too yeah one time okay here's another like i found mario lopez's <laughs> autobiography in the book section you for bought it, right? no but i decided to read it because it was there and i didn't have any reading material one day and uh so i read it all and it was bad very bad but bad. but i was depressed because i was like oh mario lopez's autobiography and also on the front cover it seemed to be i think it was autographed like that that kind of underscores like the futility that goes into that place what i'm trying to say is Eventually, they tried to fire me from that job. Why? For stealing from the till, which did not happen. You wouldn't even give anyone discounts. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't steal from the till. That's crazy. After I, two years? After they tried two to- years. Wow. Well, this new woman came in. She had taken over as manager. And she had, like, three... She had three of her, like, family members also working there. She had her, like, husband or whatever... And her two kids, and but her two kids were working, and they were both clearly supposed to be in school. Like they were both too young to be working Teenagers. the hours that they were working. What? Um, and so I, I think they were like casing the place because they would do like overstock things at night, and it seemed a little sketch. Also, <laughs> I would always go into the bathroom. I would just start coughing because someone had clearly just smoked two to three cigarettes and then sprayed in this like unventilated room just sprayed like was it winter did they not go outside i don't know why i was just like i just said like i remember going and being like hey like just go outside to smoke your cigarettes and just like i didn't smoke in there but it's like yes you did it smells like if a cigarette was on a date (laughs) in an unventilated room (laughs) like a cigarette smelled like floral like spray and a lot of cigarette yeah, there was a lot of air freshener spraying in my dollar store days as well. I don't know why. So much Glade. Because people are taking twos. Yeah, like all over the store and then hiding them. <laughs> my favorite, I, I don't know why, like I smelled all of them, not the twos, but the air fresheners. But my favorite by far was called Melon Burst. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that idea of melon burst. I remember... It's so fresh. I, I like signed up for some sort of social media thing and I remember I made my username melon burst. <laughs> <laughs> it was like melon burst 69. I don't know. I really like... It's just like... It's like yeah, a, it's a nice image. Well, it's also like an off-brand Smashing Pumpkins too. <laughs> Billy Corgan and melon burst. Would have been better than Zwan. Yeah, that's true. So you worked at the dollar store for two years. Was there any... Um, Thing else about the dollar store that was disgusting oh um well i mean i liked my coworkers enough but i just feel like most of my coworkers, there were just a lot of like young pregnant women who were still smoking mm. which you know i mean i get it my mom smoked that's all fine I I, no my sister problems. smoked a little and she thought what i'm just no kidding <laughs> oh yeah I, feel, I don't know i blocked a lot of that section of time out of my head because it was really abysmal <laughs> Yeah, sounds like it. Looking back, I can't believe you and I and so many other people actually did that while we were going to university. Yeah, my friend Andrew Neville, I think he worked at a dollar store. Really? He's also a great musician in the band Moon. Everybody listen to that band. Just a little plug. (laughs) Just a quick plug. Just I like plugging my friend's bands because they're so good. I also worked at HMV and for entirely different reasons, that was a bad job. But probably not as nightmarish. I'm a lazy worker, and maybe like my memory's a little shot. But my HMV experience, I just didn't like because they had they had a playlist on repeat. Oh no! So mm-hmm. it was like twenty songs, and I was a seasonal worker, and I didn't even get the like discount. The only reason that that job would have been good is because you could order vinyl for cheap. So I would have, have to, I would have to order it through my friend. I didn't want to do that. 
Um, I've worked at stores that had preset playlists. Some of the time it's just because you didn't have any more CDs. <laughs> so you're like, well, I'll just listen to the CD over and over again. But, but you're there was in this one HMV. place. Like, yeah, you could just pick crazy. anything. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, before the store opened, they'd be like, you could open the CD and then you can reseal it after. And so I would like listen to the New York Dolls or something while we like did restock stuff. But as soon as the store opened, we'd just go to like 20 song playlist and it'd just be like, I could measure how long I'd been there just by how many times I'd heard, like... I think it was the first time I heard Baby by Justin Bieber. Oh. Probably actually not that bad. Or, like, 16 by... by uh, Or maybe it's 15. 15. <laughs> by uh, Taylor Swift. shot, man. Yeah, man. Do you have a day job now, or are you a full-time musician? I'm going to say full-time musician, but <laughs> that assumes that I'm playing music all the time, which is untrue also. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm I'm kind of hit I'm on the bum right now except I have a place so it's not could be bummier right you just know I'm a, I, I'm on the bum but like I got pants on <laughs> for the listener this is not true <laughs> Josh is wearing jeggings. a sarong they're jeggings if you want to get down to brass tacks those you're wearing some jeggings yeah, right now do you see front pockets in this oh that's true now I'm like really staring at your pants and <laughs> I feel weird is it jeggings that's what they're there for what where did you get jeggings um, I don't know, the Salvation Army or something. Are they a ladies' trouser? I think they're. I think all jeggings, from the all from the perspective of a manufacturer, is probably female. But yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, you know, I all remember, clothing is unisex. I remember the first time I tried on a pair of jeggings. <laughs> You'll never forget. I think I where cried you were the first time you tried on a pair of jeggings. Yeah, it was on Granville Street, and I was like, okay, it's time to find a nice black pair of pants. And the lady brought me these things and i was like this does not this is not denim you can see my body through these tell us more it was a biker's body i bet it was it was a sweaty afternoon <laughs> I feel like red shoe diaries i want to hear about your job that had the playlist it was at a store that and everybody's supposed to look very fancy that worked there there was themes for seasons and music chosen for the seasons were often like sort of pseudo european dance or Parisian what? kind of cafe songs. And <laughs> so lots of accordion. Well, to be fair, at another store, I listened to the Amelie soundtrack. Oh, no. A million times. Jan Tiersen. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. <sighs> but yeah, so we just went insane. Insane listening to the same CD. We couldn't put in another CD. The thing was programmed so we could only play these CDs. So we're just in- tortured buy it that's tough and then if you ever hear them again does it is it ptsd yeah like you're back in the shit so i can never hear again and i did it to myself too at other stores where we just had the same cd so like i can't really listen to feist and a couple of other people that i really liked that was the one good thing about working at the dollarama is that they kept (laughs) kept it on this uh it's called 96.5 cool fm yeah it was all like am radio kind of like 70s and 80s so basically it was just like chillawack all day oh, or like uh good tunes. you know i would hear both versions of uh, lovers in a dangerous time and those songs because lovers. i was at the dollarama like i would almost start to weep there are a lot of songs that made me want to weep at the dollarama i found myself really attached to a lot of songs um because i think i was so depressed working at that that job but like lovers in a dangerous time like ooh man the bruce coburn version would really send me but also, like the kind of less synthy, more like uh, acousticy, bare naked ladies version would also oh. make me get a little heavy hearted. I don't I know it. that version. I only know the Bruce Coburn one. Oh, it sounds pretty you much. You never the saw the same. video of the bare naked ladies in the back of the. I try and avoid all. You shouldn't have. That's a good one. Media of bare naked ladies. Mm, such a good band. <laughs> you got that bare naked ladies tattoo, and then that's when things. Just a tattoo of a bare naked yeah. lady on yeah. my bare naked lady. <laughs> this, okay, this is a, reminding me of what I was going to tell about my retail nightmare, which is from when I worked in the dollar store. And we didn't even have a CD player. We just had a little radio. And this was before iPods were a thing that I owned. I think other people did, but I was <laughs> too poor and couldn't afford an iPod. And then when I got one, I just got a Nano. Nice. No, not that nice. But they're so cute. They look like four chiclets. So I would listen to the radio. So I'd listen to 650 CIL AM radio. That's why I know every song that was ever popular in the 70s, which that is not the nightmare. That's a dream. I don't regret 
any of those hours spent listening to that. That radio station doesn't actually exist anymore, and I'm sad about it. But sometimes when I would work on the weekend, there would be talk shows on that radio station. So I would have to find something else to listen to, and I would always put it on CBC. But it was always who knew what was going to be on CBC. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was... Opera. <laughs> so one time I had it on and I wasn't really paying attention to what was playing and it happened to be opera, <clears throat> which I'm not particularly inclined towards. But this woman came into the store and remarked on the opera I was listening to. And first of all, she's in a dollar store and she was putting on all these airs being mm-hmm, like, oh, I place. just love this opera. And I, it's simply amazing. And my husband and I, and we saw this in Italy and it was amazing. What was it like Madame Butterfly? It was, Carmen? Just, it was Carmen or something like that. Just like the most popular opera that everyone knows <laughs> from like Looney Tunes. The most popular opera for people that I mean, shop at Wagner. a dollar store. Yeah, exactly. From Wagner, the whole ring cycle. no. No, no Ride of the Valkyries. I would be super intuitive if that was playing and I was working at a dollar store. (laughs) I would be super into it, like restocking, I don't know, grape peelers or whatever they sold. (laughs) It was also like a kitchen store. But so this woman sort of cornered me and started, you know, decided that I was her new kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. And we, she was going to tell me all about her and her husband and their jumps to Europe. And she told me about this time that they were at an opera and they ran into Peter Weller, Robocop. Mm-hmm. And she kept talking about how great he was and how they invited him over for dinner to their villa and they were hanging out with him. And the basic, like, as she was talking, it started sounding more and more like... Threesome. Yeah. Like, she was like, we fucked my husband and I fucked Peter Weller. Like, she never actually said that, but she was, like, really implying it. Just being like, oh, he's really great. Like, oh... He stayed over and we had, a, you know, we had, uh, there was an extra room and he he came like a few times over for dinner. Yeah, and- nothing like coming a few times over <laughs> for dinner. Guys, keep it clean. But I also want to tell you that my high school crush, David Kesson, once drew a really good picture of RoboCop. But instead of it being RoboCop, he had a huge penis. And then he just wrote RoboCop on it. <laughs> I would have a crush on that person. It's really cute. Just like out of sheer the, their talent. Yeah, super talented. But yeah, I had to just listen to this woman like bragging to me about maybe or maybe not fucking RoboCop. You would want to know for sure, right? If you're really going to get on board with this new friendship and be mentored. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be half thing. in and find out they didn't fuck. I wouldn't want to be half in. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, but And at the time, I remember I had only ever seen him in RoboCop, so I didn't remember what the rest of his face looked like. I only remember what <laughs> Strong jaw. Half. Yeah, like now I've seen him and... You can imagine him going for it. He's in like Naked Lunch and stuff like that. Super. He's got those piercing eyes, but this woman... Wait, he's got piercings on his eyes? Like, is yeah. there his eyelids? <laughs> it's like super or tribal. is it only for the Cronenberg movie or is it just <laughs> yeah, like... it's like a body horror Oh, uh, yeah. He's really good at those. Eye piercing. That makes sense. <laughs> his pupils really? have a chain between them. His pupils? Yeah, his pupils. Where his pupas come out of. <laughs> right? That's um, like another Cronenberg thing, right? I'm gonna Oh, man, pup- all the pupa... <laughs> It's like yeah, I pu- puped my pants. Pupa pupes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our new segment. Pupes. Pupes. <laughs> Where it's we talk pu- about puke, pupas, pubes, pupae, Pop. and pubes. <laughs> the four five piece. <laughs> I'm just remembering now that when I went to the dollar store, also there was one time where like this woman was having a wedding. And she made me, like, call every dollar store in the HRM to try and get, like, this one colored vase. She's just, like, everything needed to be exactly the same. Yeah. Just, From like, the a, dollar store? That's what I'm... I mean, I get it. Weddings Look, are expensive. I mean, <laughs> weddings are super expensive, but, like, it was just so much. I just had to, like, sit with this one for... It was like an hour of calling every place and be like, oh, there's seven in Sackville. Like, oh, there's three at the Bedford Dollarama. Like, oh... Make sure that they're blue and like shaped the same or whatever. That's all fine. And then I had to wrap them all. That sounds like a job right now. It's just a regular job, (laughs) but you know, it's like a minimum wage garbage job. Was she? It's just like a little. Yeah, but a minimum wage is like you. I know you get even more. I know. That's what I mean. That's why it sucks so much. What was your favorite chocolate bar to buy there? 
I probably was at the time into crispy crunches. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a really a great one. choice. That's the okay. The I'm gonna say right now the only reason you ever go to Dollarama, truly. I mean, there's plenty of reasons, but like the the main one is for, for chocolate bars. Wedding. They're always at seventy seven cents. Yeah, it's always better to go there for Are chocolate they fresh? bars. No, um, not at mine. <laughs> they're like more fresh than your Dollarama is like a, has, store, a Swiss trade, say. though. Yeah. At the dollar store that I worked at, the only oh, chocolate Oh, yeah, you're supporting bars, slavery if you eat chocolate bars. That's true, too. But it always seems to be forgotten the moment one's in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Melting. I, I've definitely <laughs> eaten one pretty often in spite of the fact that they're probably eating that chocolate bar means that, like, a small child got his arm cut off. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> definitely cocoa, coffee, tea are really good things to buy fair trade. Yeah. You're not going to get an argument out of me. It's I work just, for a fair trade company. It's worth also like in my later years, I'm 100. Yes. I have started just being a total chocolate snob. And now when I eat one of those milk chocolate chocolate bars that I used to eat all the time, I'm like, this does not taste like chocolate. Have you had like a really nice quality milk chocolate chocolate bar? Yes. So good. Yeah. It tastes completely different. Mm-hmm. It's not waxy and disgusting. Yeah, we are like that is people can make small and affordable change and make a big difference yeah. hopefully down the road by switching away from. And some of those companies are starting to do fair trade products. Yeah, but I mean starting to some real bullshit. Just do it, you know. Well, that said like I'm eating those chocolate bars cuz I love a 70 cent chocolate bar. <laughs> Yeah, well, then you can't get mad at that company. Yeah, I can. No, because you're still buying the product. Yeah, but that's like saying, like, guy that, hey, you're drinking mouthwash. Like, oh. That's not the same. Mm, (laughs) That person has very serious problem. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I. I'd say, like, those are still pretty addictive. They're definitely... I mean, sugar, sugar intake is, is super like, addictive. Yeah, yeah. obviously n- not exactly the same, but but also... Like, I, I love your passion for buying fair trade chocolate. <laughs> you just kind of lost me a little. <laughs> hey, I'm pro fair trade chocolate, but I also have zero money. And- but some of the companies that make the less expensive chocolate are now starting to do fair trade. So you should keep your eyes open. All right. It might be their their version of fair trade, which of course will not be as good, but I have seen ones that are getting certified by real fair trade companies that would do the legwork to make sure that that thing is. Do you know fair what these trade? chocolate bar companies are? Because there's like a mass brand chocolate bar that has a full fair trade policy. Can I could, it's I been, could a, it's been about over. four months since I had any sugar, but I remember yeah. buying something from one. So this I will is, let you know. See, this is the thing. Like when I'm on a chocolate bar, like one a day thing going, it's not like Just it's not. One? It's always after goddamn Easter or sometime where I get free stuff. It's like it's never like I'm like <laughs> who's giving you free Easter stuff? The Easter oh, I don't bunny. Know, like someone, there's just candy lying around. And it's like then you're <laughs> this eating it. Guy, this is what I'm saying. You know, this guy in the corner. He's got he's got a long jacket and he's. Offering you, yeah, he's jerking it and he's got chocolate bars and he's just like, I love sweet things. And then, like, you're just like, Whoa, man, get out of the hallway of my building. You're talking about that guy from uh, Slugworth, the guy from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, who's the competitor who's like bald and wears his glasses and just like hangs out in an alley, being like, Hello, child. Do you want something sweet? Yeah, that's Mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, he's in Montreal now. I'm just saying that, (laughs) you know. The sweets pushers are out there, and it's not like I want to just be eating chocolate all the time. It's not. I, I do. It's, it's my lack of control. Sugar was pushed on me from an early age, so I don't feel wholly responsible. I feel like we've gone into like this dark, <laughs> darker place. This is where I go with into everything. your addiction. This dark brown hole. Oh, your, yeah, and your justification. Dark brown hole. We can get deep in there. All right. Diary. <laughs> hey, I found my head. <laughs> That's where it was. Yeah. In and there's a crispy crunch hole. wrapper. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. But I can't go back now. It's like when someone asks you, hey, what's your favorite chocolate bar? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, um, you like ask me every six months and it's different because they're all made of fucking chocolate, idiot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. You need a chocolate bar. You struck a nerve. I'm, pi- I'm, I'm sorry. pissed off. <laughs> you do need some chocolate. The real Bill Hicks moment here. We're very sorry to the listener and our guest for doing this sorry for touching such a nerve it's like yeah. you gave me chocolate earlier this is like oh did you, you want know, you some more that, yeah <laughs> that's yes. what happened is he got a taste I'll and he needs another taste I need it. he needs a speck he's chasing the chocolate dragon i'm getting it please please don't 
Hey, don't yell hurry at me. Hurry it out. Oh, that's nice chocolate. Here oh, yeah. you go. My boss gave me this today. Thank you. What are those? They're purdies. But what kind? Mm, purdies. They've got coffee in them or Vodka something. Melties. I don't know. Maybe that's making me all jittery. Yeah, and shit that's too. the other thing. <laughs> he just, the listener, Josh, just shoved eight chocolates into his face. He's calming down, though. <laughs> I don't know. His eyes are still... It's funny, too, because for a moment, he was less laying down. <laughs> no, now no, he's sitting upright he's... again. <laughs> he's definitely the first guest that's ever just reclined. <laughs> I don't know. Renee was doing some interesting oh, yeah. formations. That's true. Uh, I feel but like he just is... like went for it. Yeah. Well, he's relaxed. Now he's going to be hopped up on sugar again. <laughs> I'm ready to go again. <laughs> that was a real radio play, I think. I just did. <laughs> I feel like I should get out a cookie sheet. And like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> what a radio the Nazis. <laughs> ah, again? Yeah. You'd have to get like a soap company to sponsor this podcast if you want to be like a straight up radio play. Yeah. Mmm. Mm, Jurgens. For that oh so smooth lather. I don't know. Uh, Avon. Is that the soap? Yeah, they have soaps. There's a guy from The Wire, too. Yeah? I've never seen it. Oh, it rocks. <laughs> it's really good. Next time I have, like, a major surgery, I'm going to watch it all. Well, I hope that that never happens. You know what? Probably Unless you're getting does, a, a the wire prosthetic butt watching. somewhere attached on top of your other butt. I would like and a I prosthetic butt on top of my tits. <laughs> oh, no. Jessica. Double wide. Do you have a retail nightmare? I told it. Which one? The, about the like lady who fuck RoboCop. I thought that was just a stream of consciousness. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, your I, nightmare sounds like my like daydream. <laughs> your Red Shoe Diary. Yeah, I just hate work. So every job I've had has been a nightmare for me. Yeah, I like mostly lounging. What I mean, what <laughs> what you saw a second ago? That's like that's me all day, every day. Are you vegetarian? No. Oh. <laughs> Again, you think I'm not even fair trade chocolate and I'm not vegetarian. You just seem tired. <laughs> I worked at a, I worked at an organic restaurant for oh. like I worked at a veggie restaurant, but I'm, Where? Um in Halifax called the Heartwood. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, was it amazing? Yeah, it was good. Did that you was like a good job? job? That was the best job I've had. How come? Um it wasn't the other three jobs that I had <laughs> at the dollar store, the HMV which made me well, that that job was bad because I was it was just disheartening because no one bought music. Everyone just bought video games, which is fine. Video games are sweet too, but it's not really my passion in the same way. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it was off mic. No one heard that. Yeah, I won't pick it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, no, and then I worked at a call center for a long time. Oh no. Call center jobs. Oh, I'm so, so many artists end up there. Yeah. yeah, man. East Coast, that's the only job that you can get. I know a lot of people who work there. Yeah, when there. people are like, oh, the guy, the call center guy that just called me had the worst accent. They're talking about an East Coast accent. <laughs> it's all new fees. Like, Not Josh. I have a perfect. Um, that was a well joke about England. people being racist, which neither. <laughs> you guys just took it no, seriously. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. I just have, I'll just work I on just my like, set. I'm a I'm working my bits. Yeah, you you got five minutes. <laughs> you got you got a, you got a hard five. Oh yeah, I got a hard five. Oh yeah, bang! My penis. Yeah, I get it. It's all <laughs> twisted up like the number five. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> got joints. You have to work it in slowly. Alicia, what is your retail nightmare? My retail nightmare is a thing that happens when you work in a store and you have to give a job interview to a person that wants a job, but you have nowhere to give them a job interview, so you have to do it in like a cafe near you or when i worked on granville island i would take the candidate to the food court area which was small there's a small one inside the building that i worked in and then ask them a bunch of stupid general questions where i was just basically making sure that they were not lazy and not going to rob us and in the middle (laughs) it was really hard to do an interview because i knew everybody that worked on granville island so people come up and say hi in the middle of interviews Mm. and then (laughs) <laughs> one day this guy Murray from JJ Bean came up during the interview and kept talking and talking and talking to me and I was like I'm really sorry Murray I'm doing a job interview he's like oh okay sure 
And then when I got back to the store, he called the store. He's like, that's payback. And I was like, for what? He's like, you remember the faxes. And I was like, what faxes? And I remembered he was looking for employees. So all I did one afternoon with my coworker was send fake resumes to him. (laughs) Via fax? Via fax. (laughs) You fax pranked someone? Yeah. That's what we made up resumes with tons of spelling mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Then we would call and see if they got them and do voices. That's like the exact same premise as Mrs. Doubtfire. When really? Robin Williams like phones Sally Field and he's like trying to make it so all the applicants are terrible. And he's like, my name is Job. <laughs> I saw that on VHS and so I've seen it a gajillion times. So my retail nightmare is not having an office when you work in a store and having to give uncomfortable job interviews in front of a lot of people. But then also remember that asshole thing that I did to the store across the street from me. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, fax it was really pranks. great. I feel like I missed out on fax pranks. I, there's still a fax at work. I can really? fax you somewhere. I don't I don't know where the nearest fax machine to me mm. is. You can just come to my work and then I will trick fax you somehow. You go hide and like, I'll send you a fax. Stand by the fax. <laughs> I actually read about a fax prank recently. Ooh. <laughs> it's like a... Uh, because I was reading that mint book because it was oh, at yeah. Robert's house and uh, and I guess at some point the like uh, Bill and Randy made up like a contract for someone to sign and then the band ended up signing with the other record label from here called Scratch. Oh yeah, records. And then so Scratch I heard records. They're good. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about that. Oh yeah, they were just like faxed them to the contract that they had made up. Every year or so, they would just fax that to Mint and be like, ha-ha, this is stupid. You guys are dumb. Well, <laughs> Mint's still around and Scratch isn't, so. Yeah. That's a good gag. Yeah, joke's on them in the end. For the listener, there's a book called Fresh at 20. Oh, yeah. That's written by... Caitlin Fontana. Caitlin Fontana. That's yeah. about the record label that both of our bands are on. And it's an interesting read. It's all, like, interview style. So you get to just see how people talk i like it <laughs> is it phonetic yeah <laughs> yeah no, it's mostly like that <laughs> <laughs> this is a great company i just sneeze in my hair hey i'm not sneezing i'm just it's only a matter of time yeah. you've calmed down since you had the chocolate <laughs> yeah I don't know. we solved that problem you yeah. were tired I'm all low. and then you had a I'm all low again i couldn't get angry if i tried do you want another one there's no, still no, no. so many i just realized i remember that my first job interview I totally blew it because they <laughs> said, well, <laughs> no, they, come I, on. Cause I was laying down while they were interviewing me. <laughs> Is that any chocolate? And, uh, yeah, <laughs> Don't I make kept, me drink your mouth. Wash. <laughs> I got into this long thing about this uh, fair trade. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, was some bullshit. Okay. Honestly, what it was though, is they asked me, it was a gas station and they were, Oh no. And they asked me if I smoked and I was like, you're not allowed to act. Cause in school they had kind of told you about what you would do in a job interview and what they could legally ask you. Did you I was act like, you're not allowed. I, and I was like, you're not allowed to ask that in a job interview. Mm-hmm. And I said that and he was like, well, you can't be smoking by the tanks. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, that's why I wanted this job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't smoke at the Danger. time. And, and also I was just like, wait, I mean, I've smoked weed before. Do I have to say that I've smoked weed? To <laughs> For sure. Guy? Definitely. Like, I actually wait. Can I, I'm, I've never smoked weed, <laughs> not once in my life, ever. I've never done anything. What nothing. A square. Yeah, it's crazy. Chocolate I eat white rice. Habit. I don't even put sesame oil on. I don't put <laughs> any. I put. Don't put flavor. You're on really my food. getting like the whole is white just rice and water. And when the white government rice, finds water, this, I'll eat an apple. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I don't. I'm not crazy. I go to bed at seven. I wake up at seven. You don't. I got I a twelve-hour window. You're really being awake. shifty to the viewer of this, the listener. His eyes are darting all over the place, and well, his body language really well is decorated. extremely I'm just, look, I'm just nervous. In my surroundings. Extremely nervous. I think it's because there's four, five uneaten chocolates near him. I don't think. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering, yes, this is the holiday spooktacular. <laughs> spooktacular, spooktacular. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to say at the beginning, but this is our holiday spooktacular. <laughs>
Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. We made it out of bones. And dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm going to suck your blood. <laughs> All right. This is Alicia's self-help corner. Uh, there's a lot of questions to get through, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little bit. Oh no! Our guest is lying down again. So this is from Andreas. Uh, I like Christmas more than Halloween. Is that okay? Absolutely, yes. Next question. <laughs> it's from Patrick Lynch. What's the best way to make sure the people I deal with that are working in retail this season feel good when I leave? That's a good question. Say, I'm so sorry you have to be here right now. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> I wish someone would have said that to me. Yeah? Yeah, just to be like... I always made me feel shitty when I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, this is my job. Not like a pity, but just oh. an acknowledgement. It was the way they said it. Yeah, I probably eating like a cheesecake. Your <laughs> beautiful husband. She just give him a kiss and a hug. <laughs> You're asleep right now, Josh. No, like if someone gave just- you more chocolate, you should be powered up. <laughs> you're you're crashing too drinking fast. Beer. Oh yeah, we can't compete. <laughs> He's kissing the microphone right I'm now. Giving him a hug and kiss. <laughs> no, but just if like someone could acknowledge, like, yes, this amount of holiday overabundance is ridiculous, and I'm sorry that you have to be a cog in this terrible wheel of consumerism. Like if you that's can a say little, that in like a slightly someone- like more upbeat way for if sure. You could like show a little bit of skin while you're saying it, <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit of foreskin, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Just a tip. So you want someone to like your ideal thing to cheer you up is that someone just brings in a like really good critique of capitalism. Yeah, and then like, but like grinds up on me at the same time. No, yeah. Sorry that you have to be a cog in the wheel of this thing. I'd rather have wheels. Would you like to do the sex wheel with me? I'd rather have my cog in your wheel. Okay, Jessica, you're fired from Malicia's help corner. (laughs) Sorry, but you're hired back on for the next question. Uh, oh, Patrick, uh, just be nice. Just be nice. And if you make a, I don't know, I just always say hi to people and ask how their day's going. Also, and a hug and a kiss. Sometimes and the people, hug and kiss and the I'm, hug not, and wheel. I'm not saying that this is mandatory at all or even suggested, but during the holiday season, a lot of people would give you just like a little present. Yeah, that's the greatest. When someone gives you like a chocolate. Yeah, just like a tiny chocolate. Even Fair if trade or not. One little chocolate. Or even a candy cane or something dumb like that. It's, or bringing someone you like a cup of coffee during the holidays. It's, it's that the always made my day. highlight of your day. I would come home every day and Jay would be like, what happened today? And I'd be like, a customer gave me a chocolate. Yeah. And then all the nightmares would be forgiven. I would always be really overwhelmed with how sweet customers were at Christmas time. Yeah. Like that they would remember like, well, we just love shopping at your store. So we brought you this thing of chocolate. Yeah. So that was Patrick. The next one is... Why do what do I do when I'm at it? This is from Beef MacArthur, also known as Sketchy TK on, on Twitter. So what do words. I do when I'm at a family gathering and everyone gets really racist? <gasps> shame them. Yeah, shame them. It's happened. Bring it I've up. Been, yeah, bring it up. Don't just smile and hide. You should tell them you're being racist and that makes me upset. Or we can go back to the beginning of the podcast and just spill liquid dish soap all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a, that's a power move. <laughs> like just open up the dish soap and pour it all over the floor and be like, I'm I was, out. The way Josh described it, I was imagining it as like water balloons full of dish soap and Ooh. like slamming those on your friend. And then you're like, no, I'm so slippery. The racism balloon. Yeah. Oh. Oh, or what like, color paint should racism be? White. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> Whitewashing. So you fill a balloon with white paint. No, this is... This no, is... white soap, and then you just whitewash them out. You're just like, this is what you wanted. And then you scream, you've been whitewashed. Yeah. And then you make them eat it. Like, wash your mouth out. <laughs> We're so punitive. You know that thing your mom always says, I'm going to stuff your mouth full of white soap. I don't think my mom's ever said she's going to stuff my mouth with anything, <laughs> but... All right, next question. Dad thing, right? Next question. <laughs> you're lying back. I think you need to regress this and remember from what your Rob. mom said. He writes every week. He's Dr. Funk, Funky MD. Dr. Funkyard. Guest. Can you get eggnog poisoning? Yes, you can. If it's You've had too much, I'm sure of it. It's called cholesterol. <laughs> it's called egg yolks that have been pureed, pasteurized, and put into a thing. Are you an eggnog fan? 
No. You? I love it. Yeah, so much it's sugar. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's so much sugar, sugar, right? I think we've already gone into this, but I, like, I love sugar. I would yeah, drink like, I love sugar, too. I would buy like three or four. I could drink for Do like... Do you ever buy it when it's on sale? Oh, yeah. I could buy like... I could drink... Try and stock up before a, it goes bad. A two-liter eggnog in a day or two. I feel and like you bad. dismissed me too quickly. I'm not an eggnog fan, but I am a hollynog fan. What's hollynog? It's like Vita soy hollynog. Oh, it's because you're dairy-free. Yeah, it's the best. Okay, I usually get three types of dairy-free eggnog like every glue? year, and then I do a taste test. It's amazing. There's a new one out this year. I saw it with coconut milk, I think. Hook And there's an almond up. milk one, too, now. Oh, I've had that one. Is it good? My favorite is Vita Soy Holly Nog. It's the best. And they also make a chocolate mint drink, too, which what? is really good. Yeah. Fuck, that sounds delicious. They're both great to put rum in. <laughs> if it doesn't look and have the consistency of wood glue, I'm not down. It's not quite as thick as probably what you're used to, but you could put some flour in there and you'd just be, <laughs> you wouldn't know the difference. Oh, yeah. I put flour in everything anyway. So. <laughs> Next question is... This is from Chandelier. You should definitely follow her on Twitter. She is a great drag queen, and he is a great man. The question is not a question, but laying out steps to politely smile when people talk excitedly about their holiday plans would be great. Oof. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know what to do when people are like, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that. I don't even smile politely. You're, you're barking up the wrong podcast. Yeah. We don't know anything about smiling politely. Girl, Chandelier... You don't owe anyone that. You're better than that. I remember the last holiday season I had to deal with in my retail job was Canadian Thanksgiving. And a man came in and he said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I said, nothing. And he said, okay. (laughs) And then you could tell that he was just burning to tell me what his holiday plans were. And I was like (laughs) trying to show him with my eyes that I did not care. And then he said, do you eat meat? And I said, no. He was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> well, what we're doing is we're we're taking a turkey and we're stuffing it with a... Ch- and I was like, yeah, it's a turkey and I know what it is. Like, don't... Do you eat meat? No, then I'm going to tell you the worst he, type of meat he eating. He paused for like five seconds where he's like, I probably shouldn't tell her then, but I'm still going to tell her. Yeah, people was, don't care if you're a vegetarian yeah. if you're not a vegetarian. Yeah. It's very rude. But why did he ask? Well, you can still be impressed with because how many you're a captive audience. You exactly. You're a captive audience. That's what happens to people that work behind desks in retail stores. You have to listen to the craziest shit. Oh, you mean like captive, like you're stuck in a cage. Yeah. Despite all my rage, <laughs> still just wrapped in a cage. <laughs> and it's then the Billy whoa. Corgan heavy podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. This is the, that's, you can talk over me. I talk over you all the time. I'll talk under you. No. I'm shy. <laughs> I'm on a jam break. <laughs> <laughs> So this is from Savannah Scott Leslie uh, on Twitter. I'm hosting Xmas. That means Christmas. My mom is always pushy at holidays, stressing everyone out, but don't want to hurt her feelings. What do? Well, that's a tough one. I am starting to wonder why people get stressed out at the holidays. I have my own why the holidays stress me out story. And um, I think moms maybe have this idea that things have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And also maybe some control stuff. Maybe get her talking about it. Uh, or get her helping. But also, you can say to your mom, this is not like productive or you're, you're stressing people out. How can we change this? But moms, you know what? To be fair, I'd rather not rock the boat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any advice, Josh? I want to keep my mom away from <laughs> me talking. I don't want to talk about my mom on podcast. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's good. I my, think that's, yeah. uh, that's my advice to you question asker hands hands off where my mom will shoot is basically what you're saying yeah oh wait stop where my mom will shoot that's the fucking movie i've been staring at the spider crawling at my wall this whole time guys take a moment listener in your life and just acknowledge the spiders in your home i had a little potato bug in my house today i let him stay so warm like enjoy a potato guy. What do they look like? A potato? Like a pill bug? But they we don't. Suck. Oh, I love pill bugs. Yeah, oh, they're so cute. I they're used harmless. to keep them as pets. Disagree. Well, you why? I don't know. They're getting your stuff. I hate them. They never get in any of my stuff. Oh man, you have some polite potato bugs. <laughs> Are you thinking of silverfish? I hate those too. Okay, so you've had oh, both sorry. in your I stuff. I said eight a bunch of times. Maybe you heard hate. <laughs> but to, they're a potato bug. I thought isn't that? I thought you were supposed to eat them. What? Pill bug? You're supposed to swallow those too, right? <laughs> Silver <Totally>. fish? 
Come on. You're supposed to use those at the dinner table. Yeah. Uh, my self-help corner is now done. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we're talking about cute animals like yeah. pill bugs and potato fish. <laughs> Oh, wait, let's do it. Flavor. <laughs> wait, I thought I was going to fart. Okay. Flavor town. Kevin is not the same without you. Mormo. Mormo. Uh, Josh, who is your puppo? So, my puppo. I have two, and yeah. they're, they're both videos. <laughs> so I don't see as much cute stuff in real life as I should. It's tough. I know it's hard. So I'm gonna say um, I saw a fruit bat eating a, a banana. <gasps> I don't know if you've seen that video, but man, wow. that's a good video. Man, that it sounds rocks. great. And like I watched it, and I was like, "This is great." Then I turned the because I didn't have the volume on. Oh, oh man, just gum smacking. <laughs> It rocked. Um, <laughs> so that's one of them. And then, okay, the other one I saw was a chameleon oh. on like someone's hand, and they're just waving. The chameleon's kind of standing up on its hind legs, and someone's blowing bubbles, and it's trying to pop the bubbles. I've seen that one. So good. Yeah. So good. That's so good. I've watched that multiple times on different days. It's really good video. I. It's like I couldn't handle it. Yeah, that's it's really. Do you watch them again and again? Yeah, I've gone back to both videos. I save them in tabs <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and then I'll open them all if I'm feeling a little bit blue. <laughs> and then I cannot help but just go, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> he wants to get all the bubble. <laughs> yeah, and, he's, he's, a, so and he's a chameleon. Yeah. Have you met a chameleon in real life? Oh, like a human chameleon, maybe. But yeah, I've, like I've an emotional. Met chameleon. someone where it's like, "Whoa, you look completely different." Every time I see you, and depending on what you're surrounded by, usually people. But not a an but animal. Chameleon. No, I've never really seen anyone change color, or I haven't seen. It's like that no. really good Gowan song. You're strange a strange animal. animal. Jay has a reference to that. You mean uh, new album. Criminal Mind? It's all I've ever known. <laughs> no, you mean great Moonlight Desires. Moonlight, moonlight Desires also. Moonlight. They chameleon and chameleon, chameleon time. something and yeah <laughs> something and yeah uh alicia who's your puffo mm, my puffo is my own hair it's <laughs> oh my gosh yes i really wanted to talk about how great your hair looked earlier in the podcast but then i was like stop it stop it this is an audio medium okay my puffo's not my own hair no but, uh, <laughs> it's so good though <laughs> Um, my puppo is the heron nest that I saw that must have the coolest heron baby in it. Holy fuck. Where do you see must this? be near work. I Fraser work, River? Yeah. But there's also in English Bay a, a whole section of just heron nests that we should walk by. Fuck. And you can see them in their nests and they're just, they're my favorite birds. Holy shit. The cutest when they shit too. Really? It's like a fucking hose. Poo. <laughs> It's crazy. The worst is there's so many around work that if I see one flying overhead, I'm like, please don't come near me because it is like a hose. It just sprays white paint. But I just love them. And they're so spectacular. And their nests are gigantic. They're like two feet or three feet wide and look deep, like two or three feet deep. And they're really spectacular. I just love herons. That's my one of my favorite. Maybe I'll get a heron tattoo. Nobody has one. Just me. (laughs) Who's your puppo? Well, big news. Yeah. I got to go to Cat Fay yesterday. <gasps> so you have an in because they're not officially open. They're not open until mm-hmm. Monday, which is the day that this podcast comes out. So if you live in Vancouver, try and book an appointment. To and it's go by to reservation. Fay. Yeah. Because you can only have a certain amount of people in the room with the cats. Yeah. Like you can go get a coffee or whatever and wait until there's time. But now that it's just opening, there's a ton of people who want to go. And so it's... Do they serve food? Yeah. They're, I I had a tea while I was there. Nice. They're testing out the teas. I had a really good tea. It had popcorn in it. Yum. Yeah, it was great. Not really popcorn, but it looked like popcorn. Yeah. But uh, nice. my friend asked me to come by to advise her about something there. There's only two cats there at the time, but it looks amazing. 
the whole design of the place I love. Yeah. And I am going to go there so much, even though it's not close to my house. And, and you're allergic to cats. I'm allergic to cats. I had to take an allergy pill. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Uh, but there there were two cats there. One of them was a real scaredy cat, so I didn't really get to know him. But the other one was so friendly. And all the cats that are there are adoptable from the SPCA. This guy's name was Bigfoot. I saw a picture. Yeah. He's- Why is his name Bigfoot? Because he's a huge fat cat. <sighs> He's not that big. He's sort of normal size. He's a tuxedo cat, so he's got sort of white paws. Yeah. He's very cute. He's very vocal. He's very sort of scruffy looking. He is a stray, and he's got sort of one wonky eye. Oh, he sounds amazing. Yeah, I loved him so much, and I picked him up. Is he a cast member from Cats? <laughs> the pirate cat? Mr. Mistopheles. No, no, the pirate cat. You don't remember that guy? Like Scrimbleshanks? Scrimbleshanks, oh what, yeah. Is that his name? I don't remember his real I name. I saw Cats when I was eight. Scrimbleshanks is a real pirate. He's a pirate. T.S. Eliot poem. Yeah. Based on T.S. Eliot's whimsical <laughs> collection of cat poetry. <laughs> What could be more whimsical? Guy wrote The Wasteland, then he wrote <laughs> then he wrote poems about cats with one eye and like fun old cats losing their fur. But it's also really wistful when they sing that song, Memory. Anyway. Yeah, that song rocks. Memory. Magic Mr. Mistopheles also rocks. Memories. Memories. Meow, meow, meow. So many nipples on my chest. Six. Uh, so anyway. On my chest. Bigfoot. I love him. Oh, also, his tail, some human probably did this to him, like shaved most of his tail except for the tip. So there's like a big puff at the Amazing. end. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. He, he's so vocal. And we kept leaving the cat side of the cafe and going to the food and drink side of it because they're separate. And he would meow and you can hear through like the, the top through the rafters. You can hear the meowing and we're like, oh, no, Bigfoot, what do you need? And he was just he missed us. He's very he's very friendly and he's exactly the type of cat that I would love to adopt because he's, you know, he's not a kitten. He's been around for a few years and he was a stray and he's got so much personality, like the wonky eye and M- Michelle, the lady who's opening up cafe who's my friend kept saying like we checked out his eye it's fine it's not wonky like pink eye for cats it's i mean she didn't say all this but she's like he's fine where do the cats go to the bathroom there's a special room full of litter boxes oh wow with a little rocks to be in (laughs) so they have like their own little door to get in yeah it's a little cat door this is great it's she's congratulations michelle thought this out so it's it's her baby like it's it looks so good they've got this great silhouette of a cat neon sign that looks amazing i yeah i just want to basically live there but not get allergic (laughs) now they just have to combine that with uh one of those weird weed cafes with a weeb I don't cafe. think you can smoke weed around cats. I think it really affects I thought you them. said weeb. <laughs> yeah, weeb cafe. Weeb? What, is that what you thought I said? No, weeb. What's a weeb cafe? Like weevils? Know. Aren't a- those like ghost bugs? <laughs> yeah, a weevil cafe. Yeah, I, I don't think you can smoke pot around cats either, but... You can take a tincture you get a lot of or whatever. Money, I think. Yeah, maybe you could tincture. Maybe you could smoke catnip. Cats get off on that They shit. do. Or they, cat mint. They're going to sell uh, catnip tea there. So it's for sleepy time tea for us, right? Yeah, I think it's just normal herbal tea. But uh, yeah, oh, wait, for cats, I don't understand. The cats no. drink the tea. <laughs> oh, you drink catnip. So cute. Yeah. Weird. That's freaky deaky. It's just no. I think a it's, it's like a traditional. Is it so the herb. cats will kiss you? Yes. Oh yeah. So you burp and a cat goes crazy. And then they start licking the inside of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, gross. Okay. Well, this has been Puppo of the week. <laughs> Um, Josh, if people want to find you online or see you play music, what do they do? They just jump down their computer screen and, <laughs> and find me. Go to Tron. My name is Josh Salter. Um, they can look on the internet and, uh... What's your Twitter name? I don't remember. Um, yes, you do. You oh, it's to... Monomyth Music. Yeah, that's true. But you've got one of your own. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. That's not I. I don't even run that Twitter. Really? Yeah, my friend runs it. I don't have anything to do with it. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. That's amazing. I wish somebody I don't, could I don't run my th- Twitter. I don't think that I. Uh, All it does is retweet things that say Josh is so cool and hot. Yeah, I don't. That's, 
I mean, I uh, thought you were just really stuck up. No, no. I, it's, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that version of me like supports Donald Trump and really. Oh, yeah. I haven't been following it closely. I'm gonna it's, unfollow uh, now. And my friend, my friend Lyle does it. I don't. I don't think actually almost no one knows that that <laughs> I don't do that Twitter because I've noticed a lot of people I've met on like kind of or whatever, and then they add that. I just wonder how many people have interacted with that avatar that is not me. Thousands. Yeah, probably. Well, a few for sure. Definitely have some like work contacts or like kind of like people <laughs> that I have like, you know, business dealings with. That, no. That like, uh, like are following like pro the weird oversexed right wing version of me that exists on Twitter. I didn't but know anyway, that, that was Josh Salter 101. Don't follow it. Uh, you, you can hey, you know, follow your bliss, but... And then you can look on the internet and Monomyth has some sort of website, myth.bandcamp.com. And I also play in a band called Nap Eyes. Oh yeah, Nap Eyes is great. You could could listen to that. I only play bass in that though, so just if like... Tune out all the other frequencies right. if you want to. Just focus in want. on that bass. Turn up that bass. that's what you're looking for, you know? Sick, sick bass lines. Jessica, I know you're on a hiatus. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I'm Chimalicious. And on Instagram, I'm Energy Slime. Oh, I'm Nirvana Drummer right now on, on Instagram. Because yeah. I look kind of <laughs> like Dave Grohl. Or that's what like people yell at me from cars and stuff. So yeah. I just thought I'd go with it. How How is that? Oh, it's... Uh, it feels like someone's getting the best of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You're your own person. Yep. But also you kind of look like a young Dave Grohl. So. Yeah, people are always like, oh, you're Same in a band? coloring for sure. Drums, right? <laughs> you're like, you don't even know. Well, you know, I couldn't play drums if my life depended on it, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Alicia, what are you up to? Well, when this comes out... It'll be almost Christmas. It'll be almost Christmas, and I'm on a show at Hot Art Wet City that week. It's Graham Hates Christmas Show. I forget what it's called, but I'm going to be talking about the Christmas movie I hate the most. Oh, I'm so excited. Which is Love Actually. Oh, it is the But there's going to be some really great performers, and it's going to be my last thing that I do for the year. And I won't have another show for actually like a month, which is going to be great Whoa. for me because yeah. I have a lot to do. You get to move. Yeah, I get to move. Awesome. Um, Josh, thanks so much. This was really fun. Um, <laughs> I hope that your Christmas time is filled with very good chocolate of all sorts. <laughs> Cheap chocolate, great chocolate, whatever. There's more chocolate. And that 2016 brings you the best apartment in Montreal possible. Thank you so much for being a guest. Jessica, thank you for being a co-ghost. And Alicia, your hair is a puppo. <laughs> Bye. It's true. <laughs> Bye. See ya.